I think at least half of the people are going to die. I really wish I was binging this right now so that I could mm. get to the next thing. May the force. Force. The force. The force. Force. The force. The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Each week we dive deep into two Star Wars topics you need to know from the galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? I'm good. Today, we're doing something very different. We're going to dive deep into should Andor have been a movie series? Ooh. And a character study on Andor and why he is actually fighting with the Rebellion in the first place. Hmm. So, let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. First off, I saw this article somewhere and it was like, why Andor should have been a movie series instead of a TV show. And I was like, ha, huh, interesting. Uh, so I wanted to deep dive into it. Okay. Well, let's kind of tackle this in two different ways. Okay. We talked about this right before we hopped on and uh, kind of planning out the structure of the podcast. And uh, I think this is going to be fun. Andor, TV show, 12 episodes. It's going to be, it's telling a year in Andor's life. As we all know, it's been great. Love it so much. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a lot of people that are like, I say a lot of people, but I've seen it a couple times. I've seen yeah. several articles on like why it should have been a movie. But this happens pretty much anytime there's a TV show. And it's like, this TV show should have been a movie or this tv show should have been a series of movies yeah. or this movie should have been a tv show yeah exactly <laughs> so and so there's always this discussion on is this the right format mm -hmm. for this story and i think it i think with andor this specific article that I, I don't remember where it was from but it was like this should have been three or four movies and it kind of is lengthwise hmm. kind of it'd be a short right. movie each hmm. three episodes i mean i can see their point Really? Mm -hmm. I think mostly our big like problem right now is that we want things fast. We want things <laughs> moving at a pace that we're used to. Um, so I think like even this past episode that we got, um, episode five, mm -hmm. it felt slow, and it it I even felt it. And I'm usually like I'm oh, usually really? really good. Yeah, I'm usually really good with. Um, like slow moments and yeah. stuff like that. I really like it. And I don't mind it, but this episode was like, I just, I got that feeling in my brain where it was like, ooh, this is like... <laughs> you got the pick up your phone alarm? No, it was the, <laughs> like, I really wish I was binging this right now so that I could mm. get to the next thing because I'm not quite getting the payoff or something yeah. yet. Like it I, was very much a uh, middle episode mm -hmm. where you get all of the, I mean they're setting up all the things that you need to know they're setting up the ideas that these characters are are struggling with the inner fighting between each other like there's this stress and there's this buildup that's building up slowly through this episode in particular yeah and, and it's great yeah. it's just I wish we could get the next thing you know like I'm I didn't quite get the didn't quite get the, the jump on me or something. I don't know. <laughs> it just, it wasn't quite there hmm. for me anyway. Like it felt like, oh, this is what pe how people actually would feel like back in the day when they didn't get full episodes. It was, uh, I had the, to wait. The Netflixification ah! of yeah, things. Exactly. Where exactly. you get the whole thing at once and you binge it all the way through and you can't mm. remember what episodes are which mm. and what part will happen where. So good because then it's like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with with like the Marvel movies, each 
new like movie seems to be getting longer and longer mm-hmm. and each show seems to slowly be getting longer and longer in terms of the marvel stuff they, they seem yeah. a lot more loose in terms of how long because i think it, it surprises me every time that i see a uh, new she-hulk episodes are still coming out and miss marvel like it was out i mean it just recently ended and that was like a mind blow thing to me huh. i was just like oh that's still going yeah we haven't we haven't watched those shows so we don't know the pacing of those but it seems a lot more of the like quicker action type situation i am going to uh disagree with you though yeah i think this is the right format for it Hmm. i think the medium of a tv show you're able to tune in each week and you're able to kind of just soak it in it's like a nice tea you gotta let it gotta let it steep a bit Mm -hmm. it's it's um it's not the hit of caffeine like a a shot of coffee or espresso right it's 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 not that show it is uh it's a it's a slow kind of steeping kind of show and i don't think you could you could really do it i mean we we got and or as a tv as a movie with rogue one Right, yeah. And I am just, I'm I'm more convinced that they can tell good stories and actually deliver on them in the TV show format than I can on the movie front. Yeah, and I wouldn't say that it's a problem of the story itself. Mm-hmm. It's just, it feels like, like, it's just, it's in these segments that I want to just, I just need it faster. Well, th- this is too, it's a unique situation to point out because we got the first three episodes mm-hmm. at once. Ooh, that's true. So we didn't have this, that's we didn't, true. we didn't like rest on that second episode yeah. to wait for the third one. Yeah. So this is the first full arc that we're getting episode by episode because the, the second episode in the first three that was definitely like it was the slower kind of yeah. build up episode, yeah. and then you get the payoff in episode three. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel it because we, we just got, got we the next watched episode. it like a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is why I'm saying mm-hmm. it could be a movie because yeah. it's mm-hmm. just keep it as definitely it is. A short just movie. no pause, no pauses, <laughs> <laughs> no waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I I I think the strength of the story is best utilized in a tv show Mm -hmm. because you get those moments where you can kind of let stuff sink in. you get the moments to break things down you i mean it is i think so well done i think what will be super interesting is when we do have the whole of it and we can watch it all the way through Mm -hmm. we're a lot more continuous of the show that will be a good indicator of how everything flows together yeah for sure but i love but you can't have these mini arcs in a movie like you can with a TV show. We're getting a one whole story told in four different parts hmm. versus if it was a movie, we would have had to have four different movies for this. Like if basically each each three episodes is a oh, I see is like a story saying. arc. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. So we would have had no, to have that's four. Not, that's not the movie I want. I just <laughs> want it all right now. <laughs> you want like it condensed down into this uh, like extract yeah. or like um, concentrate. You want don't, the and or concentrate. <laughs> don't make me water it down by waiting a, a week to see. The I don't, I don't think they're watering it down, though. <laughs> no, it's not watering down. It's like just a personal like, mm-hmm. I want the hit. I want the shot. Why do you think that is? I, my, I just chalk it up to... Um, binging <laughs> binging and what netflix has done to us all yeah and the fact that i really haven't watched shows that are coming out like mm-hmm. as they're coming out yeah like, i mean you know? it's been a while since like i mean we did it with obi-wan but that was 
Yeah. And we got two episodes of the launch and then it was just four weeks. I think it's because we didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. That I'm, I wasn't as excited about uh-huh. the new episodes. It was all like for me watching Obi-Wan, it was more like, ah, let's watch Obi-Wan. Yeah, well, it wasn't like, oh man, I can't wait for the next uh-huh. like episode of the story. Yeah. Book of Boba Fett a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because we just didn't quite know what was going to mm. happen. But with Obi-Wan, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And just didn't quite live it up for our expectations. Yeah. We were definitely went in there way too high of mm-hmm. expectations. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes. But uh, that that is, uh, I think, a, a good spot to say, hey, you, listening to this right now, watching this on YouTube, listening to it in your favorite podcast app, what do you think? Should Andor have been a movie or mo- multiple movies? Should it have been two three a trilogy what like mm-hmm. do you think it is best suited in a tv show format or should it have been a movie i would love to hear your thoughts and kind of what you think on that front yeah. I, I think it's a there's an interesting level of engagement there that you get to have it weekly star wars movies are such a huge thing now like you can't have a slow burn Mm-hmm. movie that's true you can't have a character driven movie you can have it in a tv show but like uh, if we if we look at like what's been popular over the last year in terms of movies it's it's not like the psychological thrillers it's the massive blockbusters mm-hmm. it's the marvels it's it's the the star wars it's the jurassic worlds it's yeah. it's these big showcases of visual effects and explosions and yeah. lots of action there aren't those character driven moments and the story that needs to be told with Andor needs those character driven moments otherwise you're not going to connect to it as much through the whole story so i mean we we get we know where Andor ends mm-hmm. he ends on Scarif and he dies <laughs> it so all ends in death it all ends in death so we know our we know our end point and prequel movies i mean we saw how they went with Star Wars. We definitely saw how they went with Lord of the Rings. Uh, not that I'm, I, we, I'm not in reference of Rings of Power. We still haven't watched it no. yet. But I'm, I'm talking about the Hobbit Hobbits. movies. <laughs> uh, those are rough. Um, first one, pretty good. Yeah, the first twenty minutes. First, yeah, maybe thirty. Maybe thirty. As soon as they get to, like, in the mines, I think is... Yeah, after Rivendell, once they leave Rivendell, it's like, okay, we're we're done. We can turn it (laughs) off now. (laughs) I think my last thing I want to say about just Andor being a movie, I really appreciate that they're taking the time to make it character-driven and just... I feel like that's something that we just don't see anymore mm-hmm. in movies. And I think yeah. that's why I want to see it as a movie <laughs> is because it's so well done. It is fully you like that, it like is, love and care on a yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. I want to see because it's it feels like a book to me. Mm. I think that's the kind of level of intimacy that we're getting with Andor. Yeah. And I want that in a movie. We're like, getting I that level that. of like almost like the inner dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can almost like we can see it. We can feel it. It's almost tangible like mm-hmm. this. Mm, it's so good. <laughs> and I, I just I want to I want to feel that in a movie again. You know, mm. like it's. I'm really glad that they they took the time to do it in a show. So can't we do that in a movie? I guess that's what that's my kind of okay. feeling towards it. It's like, yes, it could be a movie because I believe that this kind of connection of viewer and character is there, you know. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you're more wanting the aspirational kind of movie that this could have been. Like let's say they they took the love and care and the 
dedication to telling a good story from this show and applied it to a movie format, that's what you would have wanted? That's not what I would have wanted. I just feel like it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, okay. I feel like it could be. Yeah. And it'd be great. Mm-hmm. I think it could be good, obviously. I'm I'm more of the long-form TV show. Yeah. I, I much prefer... It's so weird. Like, it's, it's hard for me to watch a movie movie now because mm-hmm. I'm so used to TV mm-hmm. shows where I can watch 40 minutes and be like... There we go. Yeah. Like there, there have been a few movies where I've watched it, and it's like at the forty-five minute mark, it's like, shouldn't this be ending? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, no. This is a this is a movie. Oh no. This is a movie, not a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. TV shows. I've. I feel like they give TV shows more love mm-hmm. in that regard, and I think that's what's really missing in movies these days. Yeah. So it's probably an unpopular opinion or like just not what the article that you read was meaning as far as Andor should have been a movie, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my take uh-huh. on Andor. If I imagine it could be a movie. Yeah. It would still be great. I think the whole point of that article, there's a few of them. Obviously, there's different there's different perspectives on each of them, but one of them definitely was like, yeah, if it was a movie, we'd have, we'd have everything a lot more condensed and the story would go quicker. Which, which is not necessarily what I want. Yeah. So I think I think there's merits to it have... I mean, Obi-Wan was supposed to be a trilogy, and then they were supposed to make a movie, and then it turned into 24 episodes, and then they turned it into six. Um, so it, it had, like, the reverse. <laughs> like, it, it, it was, was supposed like to be this big thing, and then condensed they... Condensed, and then largened, and then condensed back into... Ooh. Yeah. Oof. So it, it got destroyed yeah in that process so i think um i think ultimately though when you plan for something to be a format it's going to work so much better than if you try to repurpose Mm -hmm. a trilogy of movies into a tv show just because of the the way stories are told when you have episodes like each episode is its contained thing you have a break and you have sub themes in between that with a movie like you may have a trilogy of movies but they would come out like every other year or maybe every year, you have that clear break. You have that passage of time that's much longer than a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think it's interesting. Would love yeah. to hear your thoughts though. Like what would what would you all listening to this think of and or as a, a movie or a series of movies? Do you agree with us? Do you not? Let us know. Now let's break into uh let's deep dive, get into the weeds on a character study of Andor. Because I think there's a whole lot there. Obviously, there's a whole show about it. There's gonna be two up epi- two seasons of a show about it and a movie uh that we've already gotten. But yeah. <laughs> why is Andor helping the rebellion? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know he helps the rebellion because he's helping the rebellion in Rogue One. But why is he doing it here? I'm curious to hear your thoughts first, because I honestly I'm not 100% sure myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think he is necessarily at this point either. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's right now, he believes it's because he's getting paid for right. it. Right. But it's clear he doesn't really believe that. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately, it comes down to he's just looking for purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's as, as human as that, where he's just looking for something that's bigger than he is and something that is a lot more powerful and to make an impact that is larger than himself and to be around somewhat like-minded people, to, to find the similar community that he left on Aldani. And to make a big difference. I mean, because he was making these small changes, obviously. He was, he's disgusted by the Empire. He's disgusted by the 
uh, arrogance, the the bureaucracy, the corporatization of it, like all of this, all of this stuff, the destruction of his homeworld because of that. Like, there's so much there in his past, and then he's he's been making these small kind of things with it, on the hunt to find his sister. Remember, he's still looking for yeah, his sister. That has been completely lost, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's probably like one of my gripes with it. Is that mm-hmm. like? But technically, we're only like a week into it's his story. It's true. We are really not that far into... <laughs> and yes, you would absolutely be just caught up in the swing of things. Yeah. You just escaped from your planet. The Empire's hunting you. Mm-hmm. And you just got paid to attack an uh, empirical base. Yeah. That is basically impossible. And uh, yeah, I, I would definitely see you as being a little bit more on, oh crap, I just need to survive instead of... Oh, I need to find my sister. Yeah. It's very real in that, that aspect of things. Yeah. But so, also, we're getting it over how many weeks now? So it's like... Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it, again... It's been five... It's No, it's not been five weeks. It's been three weeks? Yeah. It's not even been a month, right? That's correct. Because we have had the we had the three at launch, yeah. and then it's just been two after that. Mm-hmm. So three weeks yeah. uh, that we've had with the Andor story mm-hmm. back to andor and just his character i think a lot of it has to do with just being displaced so many times mm-hmm. that yeah that loss of belonging and mm-hmm. what you know as true and real and especially being as a child like taken yeah. from his planet yeah like that was into a alien world where you can't even speak the language and having mm-hmm. to learn all that and man um and it just seems like he's never found his home and he's never really found his purpose yeah, because um, even on Aldani, he was just yeah, he was just, just bopping around. Yeah, <laughs> literally felt like he was just beep bopping around. <laughs> but he's also still kind of like attached to that plane that he was originally taken up with, mm-hmm. like taken away from his home. So it's almost like he's trying to cling to the closest thing that he can get to his home planet, mm-hmm. to his sister. So why would that involve the Empire? Like why why would that why would that equal revenge against the Empire? I think that's a good question to ask because we have yet to see it. I think we're we're going to start seeing it soon on on that why of things. Yeah. Like why is he ultimately doing this? Why is he taking such a big stand against the Empire when we haven't really seen it in the past yet? Um, I think that is a good question. That's my question right now. Yeah. I assume it will get answered. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. I'm Yeah, I'm curious as to why I have this question right now, though. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I should know those answers. Yeah. Because... I, I think it's like what we talked about earlier. Like, he is just going on to the next thing. Right. Like, he, does, he hasn't had time to really process what's happened yet. Yeah. Because he went from one extreme to another extreme. And I think after whatever happens in the next episode, we're going to see a lot more of that inner workings of when he... Went, if they fail, if they succeed, if they... Uh, he's going to lose members of his team, probably. I mean, that's a whole other discussion there of like, who's going to die next uh, episode? Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of a question I want to ask. I think a lot of people are going to die yeah? next episode. Who, who yeah. do you think? Um, let me pull up... The names of these people. Who's going to die? Karis. 100%. You think so? Yep. The young philosopher always dies. I, you know, I think he's going to live. Really? I do. Oh, why? Because the stereotypical thing would be for him to die. No, the stereotypical thing would be for the black guy to die. (laughs) And I think he's going to live. So I think think the Imperial officer is either going to die or he's going to get found out. Or get left there and then found out and or die. (laughs) 
<laughs> Either way, he's gonna have a rough time. Uh-huh. I feel because mm-hmm. um, I don't. I don't think he would add to the story of him. No, and he doesn't succeeding. really have anything left to live yeah. for, other than just getting back at the. He's either gonna or... die to move the forward, like the story forward, or pull the switch so they can get out, or right. something along those yeah. lines. Something's gonna happen to where some imperial officer or something is gonna come in, mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh no, that dude's here! We're gonna have blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Nimic Karis, everyone's calling you Nimic, oh. the the philosopher. Yeah. I think he's going to live, but I think Skeen is going to die. No, see, no. Because I think he's it'd be way... Because he's the tension between him and Andor and all. No, that. that's why I think he's going to die. I think he's going to die, and then Nimic is going to be faced with a lot more reality than he's prepared for. Mm. And I think that's a way more interesting story than if Skeen survives and Nimic dies. Because Nim, like Skeen's already, he's war torn. He's got all the. I mean, he was like a slave. There's no more things that could go wrong with that dude to push him forward. Like he's already no, toasted. No, that's why he's going to live. Because he's got to watch the young innocent philosopher kid who he really <laughs> truly cherishes. He's gonna go, and he's gonna be even more war torn. And he's gonna have to make the decision to be mm-hmm. a, to make it make himself better because of it or not. And that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we shall, we'll show, we shall see. You want to bet on it? Uh, coffee again? <laughs> I'll bet you coffee that Nimic survives. Okay. Coffee bet. Uh, we'll see. Um, I think and that Skeen dies. Or that Skeen... Yeah, you think Skeen's going to die. I think Skeen's going to die and Nimic is going to live. Nimic's going to die. Yes. All right. What if they both live? Or both die? Then it's void. Then yeah. The, okay. Then the thing just ends. This. Um, I think Cinta is going to live. Uh-huh. Um, they haven't developed her character enough to kill her off. Yep. To make it <laughs> impact. Like we haven't. We don't know her enough to mm-hmm. know. So I agree with you. Yeah. For sure. I think Vel could die. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I mean, she's leading the whole story. She's planned everything out. She's this false leader almost. Right. Like at least she's questioning her leadership. Because everyone is questioning her leadership. It would put, if she does go, it would put Andor and Skeen in an interesting... Mm-hmm. Like a power struggle. Yeah, power struggle. But so they won't, because Skeen's going to die. No, he's going to live. <laughs> and the power struggle will be there. So I could, I guess I could see that she might die. I, I think at least half of the people on this mission are going to die. I could see most of them surviving off the the get-go but then them coming like some other force coming in and like mm. boom that, and that they just tie have to, fighter comes in and yeah, destroys exactly. them all <laughs> like all the tide fighter comes in and mm-hmm. everyone gets blown to base except for andor and maybe like cinta or something plot twist luthan dies <gasps> he, he he comes on the shuttle to yeah the yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i think at least half of the people are gonna die hmm. honestly uh, just because of, I mean, it's the perfect opportunity. No, I mean, th- no one's gonna come unscathed from no, this mission. That's for sure. I yeah, I would agree with you that I think I think most of them sh- probably will die. Mm-hmm. We know that they won't be afraid die. to kill them because at the ending of Rogue One, everyone dies. <laughs> of course, yes. So we have a precedent of a lot of people dying. I just don't think they're going to. For some reason, I feel like most of them are gonna live, but except hmm. for like a few. You think it's gonna be like one? emotionally impactful death Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be small moments of death Mm. could be (laughs) 
Could be. Sounds like a heavy metal band. Small, Small moments, moments of, of death. death. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's a lot of potential for death and destruction here. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think Skeen and Nimic would go off together uh, as like a watch, an, uh, protection, sniper, navigation, something. They're going to be together. Skeen's going to sacrifice himself hmm. for Nimic. And then Nimic is going to have to be forced to have a decision. He's either going to get captured or you're able to get away because he's you got the old time wayfinder thing. That's my theory. Okay. That's my working theory. That's, that's a fair theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's got some legs to it. But I still think Skeen's going to die. Next episode. No, Skeen's going to live. Cassian's going to die. Nemec's going to die. Mm. Cassian's going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode we'd be like, he's going to die and he's going to be replaced with a robot. <laughs> so much potential for death in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, last thing, though, is kind of next episode we want to get into the weeds with Cyril. Because I think mm. there's, uh, there's a lot mm. of damage there. Done. <laughs> he's dealing with like PTSD, a helicopter parent. Like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. There's that dude's emotionally hurt right now. <laughs> so next episode, we're gonna break down his character and see what what is his motivation. What is he gonna do next? So I think there's there's some extreme action about to be happening with his character. Mm-hmm. Maybe not next episode, but I think it's gonna be or at least maybe set up for next episode. Yeah. I think it's gonna be cool. Um, but I think ultimately Andor right now is very lost in his, his, his character arc. For sure, yeah. Um, he's not afraid to murder. He's like a, a loaded gun. So many directions that it could be thrown at, pointed towards good or evil. Um, so I think I think ultimately we're going to see some very interesting growth with this character in next episode. Because that, I think that's when everything is going to go go hit the fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to be good. Yes. Very much looking forward to it. But with that, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. As always, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on all of your favorite podcast apps. Leave us a review. Helps us out a ton. We'd love to hear your theories on Andor as well. Would love to see who's going to die. Who's going to live. Overall, I think it'll be interesting to uh, find out from you. Definitely let us know. Leave a review. It helps us out a ton. Rate us on Spotify. You can listen to us on YouTube with a video. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. All of the places you can check us out. And as always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>